Yeah. I don't know. You want me to try one? Yeah, go for it. All right. And that's the opening. Dad bod history. What if? All right, welcome to this episode of Dad bod history, the what if edition. Uh, today we're going to do something a little bit different, and we're going to explore a couple of moments in history where what if uh, something that went different than the way it has before. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm Eric. And let's get started. Uh, this episode of What If, uh, the question is brought up is, what if Alexander didn't die? Alexander, last name, great. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, kind of a big deal. Middle name, the. <laughs> kind of a big deal um, in ancient times. His, uh, he was the son of Philip of Macedon. The naming was really great back then. Let's just be clear. I mean, they were really great at names. Um, son of Philip of Macedon, uh, his his dad was assassinated, and Alexander took over uh, the Macedonian Empire, I think at the age of 19, um, right around there. So when, uh, when most American kids are turning 18 and 19 and first uh, getting the right to vote or being able to go buy lottery tickets. Alexander was getting ready to rule an empire, um, just to give you a little perspective. And and he just, started out you know, with a bang. If I had won the lottery, <laughs> I would. I, that would have been my empire, right? So yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. At the time. Um, and it's funny because he's one of the few guys, and I don't want to get too much into his history. Philip of Macedon was a great king. Um, he's a very effective leader, great military strategist. Um, and was planning on invading Persia before he was killed. And Alexander kind of had to live up to his dad's expectations. And he did. Um, and he obviously far exceeded him because we don't talk about Philip the Great. We talk about Alexander. Um, he initially had to go crush a rebellion in, in Greece, uh, then crush another rebellion in, in Thrace as all these territories that were Philip's um, were rebelling after his death. Uh, but when he finally kind of settled his kingdom... He uh, went on to conquest, and specifically, um, he conquered what we uh, uh, call the Achaemenid Persian Empire, the same Persians that tried to invade Greece in 486. And this is, I mean, this is, well, not one generation. This is several generations later, correct? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, And uh, and he actually, it's funny because he took kind of the reverse route that uh, Xerxes took when trying to invade Greece. You know, he marched his army to the Bosphorus. Cross the Bosphorus River, um, which is in modern-day Turkey, um, not too far from where ancient Troy was. The Battle of Troy was fought. And then he proceeded to, in successive battles, defeat the Persian army, eventually defeating King Darius and claiming the the Medo-Achaemenid um, Persian Empire, which with it came not only Turkey, um, what we now know as Palestine or Israel, Syria, Iran, Iraq, and um, Egypt as well. Um, and he did all this in a matter of two or three years. Uh, he had conquered what was at the time the greatest empire in the world. But that wasn't enough for him. He moved east um, towards India. And so he went through Pakistan, Afghanistan, into India, and um, eventually came to a stop, not because he was losing, but because his army 
mutinied against him and said, we're not going any farther. Alexander wanted to go to the Pacific Ocean um, and conquer all of South and Southeast Asia. And eventually his army's like, we've been fighting for 13 years straight. Let's take a break. And so they eventually went back to, um, uh, to Babylon. And um, the, the, the big deal is, is that he did all this by the time he was 30. And he died shortly after returning back to Babylon uh, at the age of 32. And, and how he died is up to much debate. Um, he caught some sort of illness and died about two weeks later. Some say he was poisoned. Others say he... He should have stayed at home. Basically. Stay home, save lives, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Alexander. Um, Man. So anyway, he died and his sons, he had two sons, but they were both... One was Alexander IV and one was Philip III. They were both um, not of the age of maturity, so they weren't going to become king until years later. And his generals fought over his empire. And it got broken into a few or four different kind of separate smaller empires. Ptolemy took Egypt. Um, the Seleucids took Mesopotamia and Central Asia. Um, Attila took Anatolia, which is, again, near Turkey. And Antigonid took Macedon. And so this huge empire, and, and it was massive. Like the Roman Empire at its height, I don't think was as large as the territory that Alexander conquered because uh, he moved so far east. Like the, the extent of the Roman Empire to the east kind of ends at Iraq, and Alexander went hundreds of miles past that. So but it, it, it just kind of gives you a great perspective of what he did in a matter of 13 years. So one of the, the arguments against Alexander's greatness is his lack of ability to administer and govern his conquest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, which is why when he died, it broke up into four different kingdoms or empires, each of which fell apart through their own mismerit over the next yeah, few and, years. And some lasted longer. I mean, the Ptolemies yeah. made it up until the reign of Emperor Augustus. But part of that is... It's, and I don't know if it's necessarily that the way he ruled, but it's definitely he didn't set up a system... For his succession when he did die. Because he probably never expected to die at 32. And his sons weren't old enough to, to take the throne. But he was establishing cities. The way he ruled the Persian Empire that he had conquered is he was actually quite tolerant of the people that lived there. He allowed them to continue practicing their religion and their customs. He was able to separate the, the taxing of those satraps is what he called them or what they were called and the administration so they that macedon got their that their tax levies but the the governors or the satraps left in charge of those areas were kind of left to run them as they saw fit so it was very shrewd how he ran things it's more of a uh confederacy than it was a true like homogenic empire like like the romans were and i think that is to his credit the problem is he didn't live long enough to make that standard and so when he died this chaos happened. I think there's 40 years of civil war in the dividing of his empire. So the, the question is, is what if Alexander had lived, even if he had lived 10, 15, 20 years longer, how would that have been different? And I think personally, I think he would have, would have been 
more settled into an administrative role. He wasn't going to go farther east, I don't think, after his army basically told him they weren't. Uh, he could have expanded farther west, especially along the North African coast. He would have run into um, the Carthagin, Carthage, Carthaginian Empire, and he would have expanded on the northern coast of the Mediterranean and eventually could have run into a small republic called Rome. But uh, the, the Greek, had he lived and he was able to pass it on to his son successfully, I think Greek cultural influence would have dominated the Middle East and Egypt and North Africa in a way that it never really got a chance to. But I mean, one of the, one of the considerations there is that uh, it, it did. One of the legacies of Alexander is that he spread that Hellenic culture mm -hmm. everywhere. But it just, its roots, I mean, we see the footprint of Hellenic culture all across that area of the world. Does it, does it go deeper? Do the roots go deeper of the Hellenic culture then if he lives and instills an in administration and actually begins to govern? I, I would think so. And I think it's funny because the areas he conquered were used to empire rule. All of them, the Egyptians, the Persians, the Syrians, they're all, uh, they all used to having empires and they're all used to rule from a distance. So I don't think the people at large would have cared if, if their new emperor or king was Alexander versus Darius. I think what they would have cared about is let me do my thing. And I think, much like Rome did, is spreading Latin and Roman culture and law throughout Western Europe and North Africa, instead of Latin, it would have been Greek. And saying, you can practice your religions, you can have your customs. And in fact, Alexander adopted a lot of Persian customs as he grew to know them. He seemed but, to pick up a custom everywhere he went. Yeah. And I've heard stories of when he got to Egypt, he uh, honored the Egyptian gods and he, mm -hmm. he kind of said, you know, hey, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you that I'm going to rule over you as one of you because now I'm, I must be an extension of Ra. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I think the biggest difference is if, if he had lived and he was able to pass it on to his sons and, and then their sons, and granted these are all what ifs, but that's the whole point of this episode is what if, if he's able to do that though, here's where I think it's interesting is eventually his Alexandrian empire would have ran into the burgeoning Roman Empire. And I think that would have been very interesting because Rome, because Alexander's empire was broken up, Rome was able to conquer them piecemeal. So he conquered Greece and then he conquered Syria and then he conquered, you know, Rome conquered Egypt. There, there was no united empire to resist Rome. But if, if they do remain whole and a dynasty uh, that, that can leverage this massive massive nation that would have been a whole different story for a young roman republic to to deal with i, I mean yeah they beat carthage and carthage was powerful in its own right but largely the the celts and the gauls could not stand up to roman might they just weren't organized and, and technologically advanced for it but alexander was and and the empires and the lands he conquered were used to that sort of fighting so i think it would have been very interesting had Rome had to fight a united Alexandrian empire as opposed to four separate smaller You nations. know, and, 
And that's interesting because we talked about the, the spread of Hellenic culture shortly after, you know, as the Rome, as Rome becomes an empire, as Rome grows, um, Rome ends up being conquered in uh, 476. The city is mm-hmm. sacked by a bunch of Visigoths or Goths. Um, and after that, the empire is really split east and west. It was, you know, it became very clearly split east and west. And what become known, becomes known as the Eastern Empire is the Byzantine Empire, which is they speak Greek, the Hellenic culture is strong, and they control basically what Alexander had conquered. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not much of the Middle East and, and Egypt and, and the Balkans. Uh, I don't think they control that far east into like Afghanistan and India. Right. But this is, and, and that Eastern empire lasted another thousand years. So there was a stability there that it's just mind boggling to think that if Alexander had lived, it would have, it would have stretched from 323 BC when he died all the way to 1454 AD. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Yeah. And China that's, that's, is really the only contemporary that could even kind of claim that kind of longevity. And that's if in 1453 or 1454, it can be conquered by uh, the Turks. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of unlikely at that point. Um, if, if you've grown an empire that large, as long as it stays uncorrupted mostly and doesn't weaken itself, uh, it could last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about an area of the world that is quite divided right now would be under one rule, yeah. at least culturally. So so I did want to ask you this question, probably the last thing we're going to get to. Um, I sent you that part of that article um, from that book, and it talks about a historian, uh, Arnold Toynbee, who basically said, if Alexander doesn't die, he pushes into China and conquers it. And when I saw that, I was well, I was curious as to what your thoughts were going to be. You made it pretty clear your thoughts were that, no, you don't think they would. He died after he had already decided to pull back from his campaign. Do you think he pulls back and then restarts it? it? Yeah, and, and I, well, possibly. And, and maybe not him, but maybe his son tries to. But the... Alexander's army, if I remember at its peak, was really only about 50,000 men strong, which is large, but he was always fighting armies that were larger than him. The Persians filled in hundreds of thousands of men, and and just through superiority of arms and tactics, he was able to defeat them. But as he pushed east, the part of the reason his army mutinied is even though they won that last battle uh, against, I think it was uh, the kingdom of Punjab, is um, they, they even though they won, they took a ton of losses and they were hundreds of miles from home. So I think for him to try to restart that is going to be difficult. And to even get to China, he still has to get through India. And these nations and these kingdoms in India are huge on, in their own right. It's just we don't know enough about them because a lot of the writing hasn't gotten translated to us or passed to, to modern day historians so to even get to china he's got to still get through india which is no easy feat and then china on its own even in 300 bc is not going to be an easy fight um, because china's a well-established kingdom in their own right 
So I, I don't know if he makes it to the Pacific uh, like he like some uh, think he may have. But whether or not he does or doesn't, the fact that you had had a Macedonian slash Greek empire brushing up against the borders of India in 300 BC and potentially lasting for 1700 years is shocking. It would just be amazing the difference in how cultures and people developed if that had happened. The whole, I mean, the whole map would have been rewritten. It would have been pretty awesome. I'd be curious. uh, What if Alexander lives another 20, 30 years? Is Mm -hmm. he still known as the great or does he get a different title? Like the terrible. Like the Harvey Dent sort of thing, you you either die yeah. here or live long enough to be uh, a Yeah, I mean, <laughs> That's a great he point. might be a great conqueror, but will he be an, a great administrator and And it uh, wouldn't be the emperor. last time that there was a great general that wasn't a great leader. I mean, General Grant of the United States was an incredible general, but as president, he is largely considered a failure to his yeah. own admission. So that's, that's a great true. question. Yeah, and we'll get those later. All right, well, that's uh, that's good. So what if Alexander the Great survived and lived another 20, 30 years? Uh, very interesting stuff. Yeah. All right, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, have a good one.